Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast. I'm your host, Bree, and this is your weekly no-fluff self-development podcast for teachers. The High Vibe Teaching Podcast is the self-development you need to instantly improve your life and get through the crap holding you back. Becoming High Vibe has changed my life, and I know it can change yours too. Hello, you guys, and happy summer. I am officially on summer vacation at the time of this recording. It is June 5th, beautiful Sunday. No, it's actually June 6th, beautiful Sunday. And a lot has happened in the past week. So in the past week, actually, hold on. Before I continue, um, hello, if you guys are new here, my name is Bree. And I'm currently a teacher. I just finished my third year and I'm currently looking for a job. Don't know where yet. But here on this podcast, I talk a lot about mindset and energy work and self-development for teachers. So you can love your job teaching and you don't have to hate your life teaching. Been there, done that. Definitely a change in mindset to get there. And that's what I talk about on this channel. Um, I also have an Instagram account and it's at high vibe teaching. If you want to follow me on there, I use that pretty much every single day. Just stay connected with you guys. That's the easiest way to message me as well. So if you ever need to message me, Instagram's the way to go. And lastly, I have my YouTube channel and I've had my YouTube channel for about two and a half years. It's at high vibe teaching. And on my YouTube channel, I just take you on my average everyday life. I show you my teaching life. I show you a little bit of my personal life and how I take care of myself. And I also post like products on there that I saw on TPT or I'll eat. I'm even going to start talking more about self-development work. Uh, I'm going to sprinkle that into my vlogs this summer. So yeah, that's what is going to be going on my YouTube channel. And thank you guys so much for clicking on this uh, podcast and listening for today because today is a vlog and it's so funny. This is funny. I'm just connecting the dots. So in my little square in the master bedroom, I have my office or like my desk. It's an L-shaped desk. And in the corner is my little workstation and it's like my creative flow area. And above or like right next to me is a whiteboard and it literally says like summer goddess flow because that's what I want my summer to be. I want to feel like a goddess in the summertime free flowing through life. That's what I want to feel like. That's my intention for the summer. And anyways, I listed out my podcast episode ideas. Um, I like to do it like each month. And for today's episode that I wanted to, you know, talk about today was, um, me getting a job and signing for a job. And you know what? It's really funny because the position in the district I thought I was going to get, I already like made amends in a way with going to move there. I started looking at apartments here and there cause I made it to the second round of interview I'll talk more about it in a second, but yeah, long story short, um, I didn't get the job and I actually got declined or rejected or not chosen. And I just received the email yesterday, Friday, and I'm very shocked about it. And that's what I'm going to talk to you guys about that today. I'm going to talk to you guys about how I'm feeling, 
with this rejection. Um, and I want this to be like a learning opportunity for everyone. That's why I'm doing this. Like, um, I'm going to be sharing with you guys, like my thoughts, you know, with getting rejected and, uh, to just taking a a deep dive onto what's going on, because that's what the self-development work is about. Like, forever in your entire life, you're going to have to be continuing to challenge your limiting beliefs that you have about yourself. And that's what self-development is. And it's something that you have to do for the rest of your life, unless you are content with being stagnant. Um, so you guys are gonna, I'm doing this raw. Like I just sat down on this Sunday. I'm going to do this raw with you guys. And I'm also going to use this book to help me out. And this book I read um, you know what? I think I read it in like February, January, and it's the subtle, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. And it's by Mark Manson. And I got this book from actually, I did the teacher tuber secret Santa and Shelly from early adventures got me this book. And I'm so, ex- I was so excited to read it because I was noticing that part of my life during that time frame that I was people pleasing, that I was becoming a people pleaser. And I realized it and it felt so misaligned for me. And I just felt like this book would really help me out. And it did. Uh, So when I was reading this book, I actually took a couple notes um, on the very beginning of the book, because those were the notes that I want to remember the most out of reading the book. So it's kind of like... um, little cliff notes of all the important facts and details that I loved about this book. And that's what I like to do with books. Um, the very couple pages, you know how they're blank. I like to write the notes down. So that's what I mostly remembered about the book the first time I read it. So that's what I'm going to be going through as well. Um, this book has changed and broke a lot of limiting beliefs I had about myself. And I can't wait to uh, discuss this with you guys as well. All right. I'm going to take a drink of water and we're going to get a little deep here on the podcast. Um, I'm going to be 100% open book. Like, I mean, I'm sure you guys can like feel the energy I'm giving out and you can hear it in my voice. So enjoy. Honestly, like this type of podcast is what I love so much about YouTube and podcasts in general. Like I love hearing people get through tough things in their lives and how they did it. I find it very interesting, motivating, and yeah, let me take a drink of water and we're going to get started. All right. So today you are listening to this on June 7th. Uh, okay. It's Monday. It's June 7th. When you guys are listening to this, if you're early and by the way, um, you guys on my podcast are going to be the first people who hear about me literally being rejected for a teaching position. Um, I'm not going to put it onto my YouTube channel until next week because I need to film more to add to what I realized that I was rejected. Like I didn't add that into that video yet. So that's going to come out the following week. So you guys are truly learning all of this a week in advance. Like it's still pretty raw. And if I'm being honest, I woke up this morning feeling really like I felt like I was not aligned. Like there was an underlying thing. Like 
idea or whatever just lingering in my mind, like, that's the best way I could explain it. It's like I was in a cloud or, like, foggy. I just felt very foggy today when I woke up. Like, I went to the dog park, went to the grocery store. I've just felt foggy, and it's because I need to get this out. Like, I need to talk about this because, honestly, when I talk about things out, when I talk out loud about problems I'm having, it actually is a way of healing for me. I feel so much better because I'm able to challenge myself more, I guess. So anyways, um, I interviewed with this district. Um, actually it was on Wednesday. Um, and I interviewed with them and if you guys are interested in the questions asked, what I answered and how I felt after the interview, um, that video is going to come out next week. So be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel and watch that video next week. Um, because I felt really good about the interview. Um, the, one of the last questions that was on the interview said, what would we be missing out on if we didn't hire you? And I personally loved that question because I'm like, oh, dang, like, I'm just going to pour it out. Like, I'm going to tell you exactly what you're going to be missing if you don't hire me. And um, I just said, you know, I'm a teacher that loves teaching. I'm I consider myself lucky because I have a profession that I also call my hobby. Um, I just really enjoy teaching. And uh, you also would be missing out on a person that wants to be in a leadership position helping um, other new teachers, like in an intern mentorship program that I even had to do, or even... um, for induction, for those of you who are in California and know what induction is, I would love to do something like that. And, you know, you'd be missing out on a team player, um, someone who just loves their job at the school. Um, and that was my answer. And then two days later on Friday, I did not think it was going to come so quickly. I got an email on my phone and it said, uh, you know, candidate rejected or it didn't say rejected, but it said not considered or something like that. I don't have my phone next to me and I don't remember exactly what it was, but it said that in the subject line. I'm like, oh, what? I literally was like, oh, what is this for? Like, which one is this? Because I've applied to like six of them so far, six districts. And I looked and it was for the position I just interviewed for that I thought I was going to get. And, uh, yeah, took me by surprise. I was just like, whoa. And then I, you guys, I even called for clarification. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just called and was like, Hey, uh, I got a rejection email, but I applied to this district twice on two different, you know, months. So which one is, this a rejection for is it like my submission one or two and then they just said like I was in I was interviewed I went through the interviewing process and you know like to try again in August and I'm like oh, okay right on but yeah it was a little crushing a little crushing but honestly you guys hindsight 2020 because I'm just feeling this right now because again I said when I talk about things out loud I feel so much better like Um, I already know hindsight 2020, I already know this is leading me on my path to where I'm supposed to be. I know that I know this, 
like, and that's what I kept telling myself. Like, I know that I am the creator of my, you know, world of my life. Like I create my life and I could take this as, you know, as a rejection towards me, or I can view this very differently. And, um, I know, I know this is taking me where I'm supposed to go. And I'm finally understanding it, but it's like, you have to mourn a little bit. I had to mourn cause it, you know, it's like, I thought, so after I got rejected, after I got this email, literally I'm sitting in the same place I'm sitting and my mind just went to a very like negative place. And with the very negative place, I kept repeating old stories that I once believed. And if you guys are new to me, um, my first year of teaching was actually pretty bad. Um, it really like, like crumpled my soul. Like I lost many pieces of myself during my first year of teaching and it's for many reasons. So I, my subconscious mind was telling, or my ego was telling me like all these, um, like lies about myself. And I'm just like, no, that's not how I view myself. And I had to battle that in a way. Like I had to battle and combat those negative ideas that were coming to me because of this rejection. And, uh, it was, it's actually a really cool thing because I'm understanding that I am not my negative thoughts. So when I, it's actually really cool. Like I realized that through this experience because I've been feeling just very good and confident about myself for the past, honestly, since this year began. And, uh, or even a year ago, like I've been really working on myself for a solid over a year. So, um, I'm really, you know, eating the fruits of my labor with how I feel about myself. I feel amazing, but it still, it still happens. Like things still happen. And you know, you think negatively cause those are your old stories. Those are your old beliefs. Like those were all old to me and they were coming back because I got rejected with my first year of teaching. Like they didn't want me back. And then that, you know, it connected it for me. And you know, a lot of the negative stories was like, well, you must have, it, it like is all attacks on me personally, but I know it's not me. Like I know they did not reject me because of me. I got rejected because I did not fit with them. And that makes sense to me. I didn't fit with them. So yes, I got rejected, but I'm choosing to look at it as in, thank you. Like rejection is hard, but it's a thank you. Thank you for not taking me because I wouldn't have worked in your district. Thank you for pushing me more clear on my path to where I'm supposed to be teaching. So that's, I'm literally saying thank you to this experience. And even like this weird feeling I've had all day. It's like a morning. It's rejection. <laughs> rejection doesn't feel very good. It's very low vibrational, like emotions. So that's where I'm at you guys. Um, and again, even with this rejection, I, and this is something I'm actually battling with right now and it's like coming to me. So I'm going to talk about it. Even right now, as we speak, I am battling these negative thoughts. So now I feel good. I feel good about, um, you know, the rejection as a thank you. I feel good for that. That's fine. 
it's okay. It happened in the past. All right, cool. But now what my problem is and what I'm kind of like noticing that myself is stressing out about is worry, worry that I'm not going to find a job by, you know, I'm, we're trying to move August 1st. So we still have to find an apartment. I still have no idea where I'm going to work. So that is kind of worrying me, um, like not finding a job in the time frame that I need. And of course I would prefer to be teaching, but a part of me is like, you have to be okay with maybe having the possibility of not teaching and subbing. But again, I don't want to go down that route unless I absolutely have to, but I know that it could be a possibility and I'm actually making like okay terms with it, but that's ultimately not what I want to do. I want to teach in a brand new district in a grade level that I want to teach in. Like that's it. That's what I want to do. Um, and part of me again is just stressing myself out about it. So what's literally getting me through this, I am choosing to go back into my goddess flow, my goddess flow energy, my alignment. When I feel good, I am choosing to get into that. It is summertime. Why am I going to worry about trying to find a job? Instead, you guys, this is what I'm doing. I am going to be reading The Magic again. If you guys have never read The Magic, just wait because I'm going to be launching a book club soon and that's going to be the very first book we read is The Magic because that book is magical. I'm going to be dedicating a video or a podcast episode about it after I complete it the second time because the first time I completed it, great things happened and I want to talk about it. And then the second time I want to talk about it again, but, um, I'm getting back into my goddess flow. It is summer. I have waited so long for it to be summer so I can focus on TBT, focus on my YouTube, focus on my podcast, like focus on me. I am so excited. I am very excited. I'm getting into that mindset. I'm even when I'm saying it now, I still have a little bit of that left in me of that worrying, but I have to work that out through journaling later, obviously, because it's still lingering there. But I am not going to be a victim of circumstance. I'm going to continue to be in my flow, to do what I plan to do this summer, and to just have a good time every single day this summer. Enjoy the journey. That is my intention through this. Enjoying the journey. Enjoying this application, interview, unknown journey, because really it could be a lot of fun. It should be fun. Come on. People probably make movies about this kind of stuff. I could probably picture that my life is a movie. That would probably help. Enjoy this crazy experience. But anywho, you guys, now we're going to get into the subtle art of not giving a fuck because honestly I need to stop giving a fuck about what is going to be happening in the future. Uh, <laughs> because that is such a waste of energy. I should be focused on the present and loving the present moment. So this book is going to help us. If you guys are new to this book, it's actually one of the best selling books on self-development. And the reason why I like this book so much is the author's writing is very funny to me. This book reminds me of a Family Guy episode. 
I don't know what kind of humor Family Guy is. What kind of humor would you give it? I said one time that it's like dry hum- humor, but apparently that's not dry humor. Um, Family Guy is funny to me because it's just bizarre. So that's what this book kind of is, especially in the beginning, but it does tone down. Um, it does tone down. But this, the author, Mark Manson, he has a YouTube channel if you're interested in watching him as well. He is very insightful. He reads, I think he says like, hundred books a year. It's kind of crazy. He dives into philosophy. He likes Amer- He likes history and economics. He's a very fascinating man. Very interesting. And uh, yeah, I learned a lot from him and I love this book. So we're going to, I'm just going to talk about the main par- uh, points of this book. So in the book, he talks about how to solve our problems and he gives it three steps And the three steps are, the first step is accepting responsibility in our lives. So what is our fault? Okay, let's do this. Ready? I'm doing this. What is my fault? What is my fault is worrying about things that are in my future instead of um, being present. What is not our fault? What's not my fault is getting rejected by a school district for a job. And he makes a point here with, we get to choose how we see things, react and value things and events. Absolutely. We get to choose through our mindset, how we perceive our world. Like I said before, I could perceive that as, you know what? I should, I should quit teaching. I should quit. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough, but I'm not viewing it as that. I'm viewing it as a thank you because that's the mindset I'm choosing to use. It's all choice and it's all mindset. Um, he also talks about choosing our problems and this is how, this is step two on how to solve problems, choose our problems. Okay. So for example, my problem is I need a job. Okay. My problem should really, so if I were to choose my problem, see, I would, I would even change that. My problem isn't needing a job. My problem is how I'm viewing this job search application process. How am I viewing this? Am I I viewing it as a drag? Am I viewing it as, oh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to put myself out there. (laughs) Or am I viewing it as like, you know what? Let's do it. It's an adventure. Like I said, I'm going to view this as a freaking movie or even like a TV show. I don't know. That sounds fun, (laughs) but I'm going to view this as a fun experience, a fun thing. Like I'm just going to put myself out there. I'm going to do it and I'm going to have fun doing it. I'm going to have fun seeing all these different, um, interview processes with all these different districts and I'm going to do it. So that is viewing our problems differently. Um, he goes on to number three. He says, questioning yourself with what if I'm wrong? For any change to happen in your life, you must be wrong about something. And that's, he's talking about right there, he's talking about challenging the limiting beliefs. So for example, me, my first year teaching, um, oh gosh, I actually taught at my own elementary school I grew up in. It was like so cool. And then I just did not fit at that school. Um, I got... I didn't get asked back to be rehired and like with no good reasoning or explanation. And it really hurt me really bad. And, um, 
So this says, what if I'm wrong? For any change to happen in life, you must be wrong about something. Well, so when I got rejected the second time, or like this last interview process, whatever, I began to think in my mind, you just don't, you just don't fit in anywhere. You don't fit in anywhere. They don't, people don't want you to teach for them. You don't fit in. That's what was going through my mind. It was very quick, but I, I understood what that was. And that's just my ego protecting itself. And he says, what if you're wrong? And I am, I, what if I am wrong that it's, you know, I'm a bad teacher. What if I'm wrong? I am wrong. I'm a good teacher. That even changes, that changes how we see the world because we always should ask ourselves, well, what if I'm wrong in this belief? And more times than not, it is a limiting belief. I think like 99.99% um, of beliefs are limiting in a, in a way. So what if I'm wrong? <laughs> That's when you dive and you question, well, and then you you find new possibilities and you find different outlooks and mindsets on a certain situation. I want to get into the title of the book. The title of the book is the subtle art of not getting, giving a fuck. And it's funny cause I actually, so you guys, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I was talking about books on my personal Instagram that I've had since my freshman year of college. Um, with like my family and friends and like random people from the high school I grew up in. Like I was just ranting about this book, like how much I loved it on the stories. And I'm like, and I had some messages from people saying like, you know, I don't know, because like that book, the title says the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Like, I don't agree with that. Like you should be giving fucks about things. Absolutely. You should be. And that's his point of this whole book. The point of this entire book is for you to give a fuck about things that actually hold value to you. Not some bull crap that you see very far off in the distance on the side of your peripherals, but things that you hold value to. That is what you should give a fuck about. Things that you find value in. Not random bull crap that you just see and you want to drink the Kool-Aid maybe and say, oh yeah, that too. Or I don't know, just whatever holds value to you is what you should give a fuck about. And you can't give a fuck about everything in this world. You can't. So you pick what you find valuable and what holds true to you. He also says in this book that I wrote down, he says, find a metric that you can constantly improve on and can never be completely done. And for example, I wrote down being honest, um, being honest with myself and with my expression and always being true to myself. I wrote those two examples down. And what that means to me is finding a metric. He describes metric as being a category in your life that you can always challenge because as humans, we are never completely done. Like I've said, you are never completely done with your self-improvement education on yourself. Like work with yourself ever. But if you choose to stop, then you will be stagnant and not living your full life. Like this life has so much to offer and we should be really expanding our uh, minds to getting the best life possible and being our happiest selves. 
So for example, always being true to myself. So I hold that metric very close to me. And even with um, being honest, like I hold that very close because even when I was always growing up, I never, I always had this very good relationship with my inner self um, growing up. And it kind it went away though. It went away after my first year of teaching and I'm finally, finally getting it back. But um, I used to have a really good relationship with myself to where I always did things that served me. Like I never hung out with people because I thought they were cool. I like to hang out with people that made me feel good. Like I never, I always was true to what makes me feel good. And, um, that is a metric that is, I'm always going to improve on. Like what makes me feel good? What keeps me aligned? What keeps me happy? What keeps my mindset open? All right. So another big point in his book, and this took me time to help myself with, and that is not to let emotions define your reality. Separate what I feel from what actually is. You guys, there was a time, a year ago even, I let my emotions define me. Like, I acted off of emotions. This could be a podcast episode all in itself, but the moment I learned to be an observer of my emotions instead of reacting from them, the happier I've become. You guys, it slips. I slipped a couple weeks ago when I got in an argument, <laughs> honestly. Woo. Woo, I was, I, was, um, I was fiery in that argument. Very, very fiery. So that is when my emotions got me and I reacted from those emotions. So because I was sad, I started just bawling and I started yelling and just being upset. And I literally was pacing. That's how mad I was. It was a very bad, like argument I had with this person, but, um, yeah, I let my emotions play me like what even, and this is a perfect example. You guys, I've noticed that I do this when there are certain things on TV, like for example, some, I would be, this was a while ago and I'm, I've grown from this and I'm very happy to say that. But I would be sitting, you know, in the house or whatever, and then the news would be on and I would just be watching the news and having all these emotions and it would literally ruin my night. Wow. I'm letting the news ruin my night. Like I'm letting the emotions that I am having by watching this TV ruin my day yeah, has to stop, got to stop. And I am happy to say I am getting on the recovery train of this. It gets, it gets harder before it gets easier, but I'm very proud to say that. So even when I got rejected and I had the emotion of failure and like judgment and like people don't like you, um, that is like, like failure, you know, failure is a very low vibrational emotion. And I didn't let it ruin my moment. I was just like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm feeling like I was kind of surprised. I took such offense to getting rejected and I observed that I observed myself feeling that rejection, actually questioning like, wow, I'm, I'm kind of surprised I'm reacting this way. Uh, let's see why and asking the questions and digging deeper. 
The next thing I wrote down is learn to sustain the pain you choose. Welcome it and it will make you stronger. Hell yeah, baby. I love that. Learn to sink into the pain and enjoy it. You guys, I literally wrote the other day. It was yesterday whenever I got, no, it was when I got ejected, ejected. It's when I got rejected. Um, you guys, I'm actually looking for a tattoo idea to get. Um, I'm looking for a tattoo. I want a word to put like on my little hand. It's just going to be something little. I just want something little to get tattooed on me to where every time I look at it, I remember what I'm working for or what I'm, what I'm working towards with my mindset. So I think that word is going to be enjoy because when I got the rejection, when I got the rejection and I felt it in my emotions, I literally told myself, enjoy this, enjoy feeling this way because this is life. Life, you're going to feel emotions and you're going to feel downs and you're going to feel ups, but enjoy feeling of the down because it makes the feeling of the up so much more enjoy, uh, enjoyful, enjoyful, joyful. <laughs> so I think I'm going to get that very side note, but I just love the word enjoy. And I've been having, I've been saying it a lot lately too. Like just enjoy, enjoy. The next thing I wrote down is no one technically knows what they're doing. So don't be afraid. <laughs> don't be afraid of that. Nobody knows technically what they're doing. I mean, that's true. I mean, do you, do you truly know everything that you're doing? No. I mean, the next thing is we are the root of our problems. Yeah, we are the root of our problems. And this was something that... I am realizing more and more like the way I choose to see things is the way I am viewing them and creating my problems. It's all on mindset. It's all on viewpoint. And that's very empowering to know that we can literally, we have the power. We are very powerful beings to take this mindset and flip it to one way or the other, like we have that power. And isn't that kind of cool? It's kind of trippy, actually. Woof. So we have the power to view our problems the way we want to view them. <laughs> and we have the power to enjoy everything that happens to us because we're here on earth for a very short amount of time. So why not enjoy everything, enjoy the pain, enjoy the happiness, enjoy the ups and downs of life, enjoy it. All right, you guys, thank you so much for sitting with me and listening to this version of how I'm healing myself through this, you know, I'll call it trauma because it technically is, you know, it hurt my soul a little bit, challenged me. So, um, yeah, I worked through it. I feel better already. Truly. I really do. And I know, I know everything is always working for me. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. I really want to thank every single one of you for listening to this week's show. Please leave a review and share to anyone you think might find this valuable. Follow me on Instagram, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and I will see you on the next podcast. Bye.